This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com. BBQ.com for more information. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. Thank you, Goth Brooks. Uh, through Friday, one more week, and we get to celebrate with the uh, happy ending show on Saturday next week. Christmas parties galore hitting this this weekend. Busy week coming up, man. Boy, jeez. A lot crazy. of stuff going on. Oh, next week's going to be nuts. But uh, more importantly, this weekend, next weekend, Christmas parties, and again, we're going through the sexual... Lots of changes. I, we talked about it just minutes ago, but a guy succinctly put it, said, John, what, I love what you're saying. It's the development of an <laughs> HR department for relationships. What you're talking about are relationship severance packages. Derek Jeter invented the relationship severance package, which is genius. I think like it's the great. Rela- the relationship is over. Here's some things you've earned. A vacation time. You're going to get paid for that. Here's a book. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, and also, uh, I was. I wonder about, if he had different levels. Like if oh, I'm sure you I got banged you three times. Yeah, there's probably you, you can reach gold gifts. status. Yeah. You you had to get yeah. There were there were tears. You got your gold yeah, yeah, pants. There were tears, but yeah. you still got a gift, and you were told this is over. And then the girl was like, "Oh, it was a relationship." And maybe she even thought I didn't know it was a relationship, but he did because he made them feel special, and that's the key to getting out of this mix that you're in. So again, just can't wait for that book to come out. It's going to be great. Relationship. Hannah, you know, eventually oh. got pinned. He Hannah won. Me. Hannah yeah. got to the top level. And she got the ring. Hannah won. And it was over. Hannah was a champion. She got in there at the right time. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah. of it's timing. He was retiring. Yep. Yeah, He's yep. like, this, my fun and games are over, and I'm going to take this gem off the top of the Sunday. I'm ready now. He and saw that DirecTV commercial and was like. <laughs> we all did. Yeah. We it's all over. did. Yeah. It's Derek's over. Derek's like, you know, and the weird thing is, and all of us had it in our minds, like, man, if I had the chance. Derek Jeter's brain works so different because he's like, I have that chance. I'm and going I, to take it. I'm and going, I will do that. I'm going to get that. That's living right there. That's a power I'll never understand. But, yeah, relationship severance packages, those are great. I told you guys about my uh, dinner with old people last night. It was pretty great. We were at the Chart House, 
which I've always gone by and never been to. Everybody's always said it's great. Whatever. Where is it? It's on uh, like Scottsdale and McCormick Ranch. McCormick Ranch. Yeah. Yep. So it's uh, on the lake. There's a big, beautiful lake there. Uh, it's really nice. They've got it decorated across the lake for Christmas, and it's actually it's quite stunning. You're in this glass room. We had the side room running out. Glass rooms there. It's really nice, and the staff's incredible. And the Fred's birthday party's going off without a hitch. Well, on the shores of the lake, in the middle of the dinner, well, actually right after dinner ended, it couldn't have been better timing. Um, fireworks were being fired off, and me being proud and uh, pretty quick on my feet, say, Fred, you're welcome. This is for you. Now, I didn't realize how gullible a room of old people are. <laughs> as many times as I tried to tell these people I actually did not do that, I was... And they have that kind of money. So I was the king of the world that I <laughs> was the guy invited who to every hired one of them. Some, yes. It was such a gesture, and I kept saying, I'm kidding. I really didn't do it. You didn't do the fireworks? No. And then I'd hear that same person walk to someone else. John over there, he's a radio professional. Did the fireworks for Fred's birthday? Is that not magnificent? They didn't want the truth to be real, and I kept trying to say. I actually even like made an announcement, folks. I didn't do. I was kidding around about that. When they went off, I thought I'd be quick and jokey and say, "Hey, Fred, thanks for the fireworks, John." Like I'm telling you right now, I didn't do. <laughs> Why? This goddamn. Accept it. So then after it. a while, this let other him, him this it. other guy John comes over to me and he's like, "Dude, take credit for the fireworks." And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I don't think I have an option here." And he's laughing. So you might get more wills. I went over to <laughs> I went over to Paula and Fred and I said, uh, "I said, guys, I do you know didn't do the fireworks." Like you're just so sweet. He's being humble. Why would I do that and then tell you I didn't? It's not humble. It's I didn't do it. The waitress, the late whole thing, and the waitress came in the room like, no, there's a wedding across the lake. They're doing it down there. The wedding at the lake, and they're shooting off fireworks at the end of the wedding. John, you did it for the wedding, oh too? Oh, my God. Did you hear that it's John so got romantic. fireworks for a wedding he wasn't even invited to? Megan, you've got a real keeper here. You're a remarkable human being. It was unreal. And it was just the gullibility of uh, a group of older people thinking. And the fireworks were fantastic. I don't know how you – people who get married on a Thursday, usually you're doing it for the discount. That's a – you're broke most of the time. Anybody I've ever met that's got a Thursday wedding is poor. Yeah, that's a odd money. time. But they, to throw the fireworks out proves you're not. They just do. That was just – that's the thir- that's the rehearsal dinner fireworks. <laughs> it was unreal. Tonight I'm not kidding. The big one. It was as good as Tempe Town Lake because I think that one stinks. It was over the water. There was two grand finales. There was like it was amazing. And it went I'm, and I even told this one guy's like, "Did you do the fireworks?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't even know any Chinese people. I don't know." And he's laughing. And and it was like, I don't know. I don't even know why I'm, I'm going to walk out of here. And then everybody patted me on the back. I I didn't get a chance to talk to you. This is my husband Carl. My name's Kim. The fireworks were amazing. Fred appreciates that so much. I have no idea. I'm like, well, I'm glad, but I didn't. They were for okay. Enjoy the last few months. <laughs> it was to, weird. to his grave. So now I know. Best birthday yeah, ever. Best ever. Harris. John Holmberg got me fireworks. It'll be on his tombstone. I'll never forget the fireworks that John Holmberg bought me. I didn't do it. <laughs> and at the end, I, I got it. Even people I told face to face, I did not do the fireworks. I was kidding. Walk away. And then I started having fun with him. Like, did you really do the fireworks? I'm, no, I didn't. But I would nod yes. <laughs> no, I did not do the fireworks. How are you? He's being humble. Why would I spend that much money and then be humble about Wait it? Wait for those invitations to come yeah. in, John. If I bought you fireworks, you're going to hear about it. A lot. You're going to have to 
like get with the people at the chart house. Hey, when's your next? Uh... <laughs> when's, the next wait, when's the next big wedding? I can time fireworks for this person, make them think I did it because these people are—they're just not quick enough. Brad, I've got another dinner for you. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, the fireworks were nice though, and that place was pretty nice. Uh, this guy says, "Man, at least you saw fireworks last time I ate at the chart house." Uh, two idiots were swimming in the pond that was right next to it, and they got arrested. Did you say the shart house? It did sound like shart you house. said the shart house. <laughs> the shart house. Like, man, that's a whole different place. Yes. That's that's messy. what it's called? That place is messy. Have that's, I been saying it wrong? Man, I don't know if I, you want to eat there. I didn't know. The shart house. <laughs> it does kind of sound like that when you said the shart house. The You're shart not house. getting high in Kleinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> For the Shard House. We put it next to the water the for a reason. The fireworks were a lot different at the well, Shard look, House. Last night, there was a bunch of 90-year-old men in there. Very well could have been the Shard House. The Shard House. Wow. The shard House. Shard House. Shard I like it better my way. I do, too. Kind I do of. Too. Kind I just of don't know if I want to eat there. No, well, I'll eat there. The food's fantastic. You can call it whatever you want as long as the food's good. Yeah, it was fun. No, yeah, but so if you can, try to plan that around weddings at the Shard House right outside that window. It's beautiful. Get, get some old folks. You don't have to buy him a present. And today we have to see her. We haven't seen Paul and Fred again because their friends are off to the airport. So we promised to go over there and help out with some stuff. And so we're going to head over there this afternoon. And uh, I guarantee you, it's all going to be about those fireworks again. And I'm going to have to try to. I'm, I think I'm just going to accept that I did it. I, I must have in my own way. It's where uh, it's where jokes and being quick on your feet can really stab you in the neck with old people. Because now if they ever find out and their brains ever accept. That I did not do it. Now I'm a liar. Even though I've tried to tell them several times, I did not do the fireworks. I'll did get it. you some uh, smoke bombs, a couple of bottle rockets, and you say, here's Launch some leftovers. And we'll take them to the airport. Here's some smart. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them in their bags. And I left you a little something in your bags. Some small explosives. If you would have told Holmberg like five years ago that you were going to hang out with 90-year-old Remember people. Remember I used I, to fi- get harassed I, Oh no, hanging but, out with you people? Yeah, yeah. Look, this is Megan's clients and my they're old people. Fun. No, no, these are drunks. <laughs> they're alcoholics and they're awesome. And they okay. Have, they're great. You hung out with them, uh, didn't drink, and well, that you didn't. Well, I you had went to, on a yeah, bike ride through yeah. Europe. Sure. Yeah, but there was no drinking. It was like it's it was yeah, a bike there ride. Was. No, there wasn't. Or you would have been drunk driving through Europe sure, on the no, Swiss you're Alps. D- you're doing it at night. No. no yeah, Holmberg five years ago started hanging out with them, and I was not happy about it. Like, oh, great, <laughs> got to go to these old people's house. The next thing you know, Fred's like, here's another, here's another, here's another. I'm like, these people you learn are drunk. Stuff. I'm like, let's go. I don't care about that. Last night was the first time I learned anything from them. Other than that, we've just been I don't drinking. Know why you're fighting it drinking so much. and gambling. Who's fighting? Okay. Or who's fighting anything? I'm there. I'm in. I'm saying the reason I hang out with them is not for the wise old sage. We don't go by some fire and take a look at the smoke and tell tales. Last night was the first time I learned anything. We gamble. We drink. They have no curfew. They do whatever they want. They don't ever. They've got well, tons of cash. This is great. They're like me and Megan. I hear you. Only in I'm old just, bone bags. I'm just trying to imagine myself yeah. hanging out with 90 year old people, and I, it's unimaginable. It's hard easy. to put myself. I tell in them that on a regular basis. Situation. I tell them on a regular basis. I don't want to hang out with any of your friends. I don't like old people, and they're laughing like neither do we. I'm like, this is why I like you. I don't want to. Don't start introducing me to your pals. This birthday party's a, a, a one off. But what most of their fa- friends are young. What I have found that you know you're talking about the no curfew or something like that. Yeah. But if you want, like you're at that hangout and you want to go, okay, go mean? ahead. I mean, it's like you, like if you're hanging out. Oh, I gotta be here for hours. No, they don't. They don't you care do if you leave. You yeah. Well, I, I have that experience. Is that like your grandparents, where you feel like you have to be there for a certain amount of time? Or? I don't think yeah. I feel that in any situation. Uh, I, leave, I leave pretty much whenever I. Well, want. if you go That's visit, what I'm saying. No, your I'm grandpa, all, you're, in general, anybody, yeah. Like no, when you were younger, you were, you were kind of stuck with your grandparents. Yeah, for a while. You, you wanted yeah. to. 
Yeah. And you, you did, I just always remember, oh, all right. Yeah, you were stuck until the car out. left. Yeah. yeah, yeah once yeah. I got keys, uh, I've never had that feeling of like, I've got to stay here. I pretty much want to go when I go. I, I try to get out early as much and as My possible. grandma lived in like Sun City West, so I'd drive all the way out yeah. there. You're thinking of your grandparents. Nobody wants to hang out with their grandparents. That's miserable. They've got grandparent. Ugh. No. It's completely different. No. Okay. Yeah, but you hang out with, uh, and I, I don't want to hang out. I tell them all the time, I'm like, I do not like old people. And Paula hates all the people that live around her. It's great. She's like, the people live next door, old and useless, and these people are old and useless. They want to be, you know, they're young at heart, which is fun. And Brady went out with a bunch of uh, older guys. And that's fine. You can hang out with the old people. But you had like a gaggle of old guys, and you were the one young guy. It was a single guy. If I was single, I probably wouldn't hang out with Paul and Fred. In fact, yeah. Megan wasn't feeling all that well yesterday, and she said, if I – Kept getting sick. Would you have gone? I'm like, no. No, that's no, weird. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, solo. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, that's that's strange. I think the world of them, but I'm not. Yeah, and this is like a, a strange yeah. couples thing you have going. on. The reason on, you right? caught heat was because you were a single strapping young lad on motorcycle rides with a bunch of old. Well, guys. then and then afterwards, I mean, whereas you know we we'd go to lunch every now and then, or, right. or dinner or whatever, right. And it's more fun because they're loaded. Like if you get yeah. old people that took care of them, so like your all your old men friends were rich as could be. That is kind of fun, although they, you know, they made you pay a few times. Probably made you kind of uncomfortable. Sure, you wanted to. Not really. Finish. No, you didn't. No, but, uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you told me. You told me the story of how you never, you didn't want to pay that one time in the. You, oh well, you, I they could because I couldn't. Right? Yeah, that's what I mean. So you didn't want to pay. You saw the bill and you were trying to hang with the big guys. Right? Um, exactly. You, you got screwed. That, you get in that mix, and they played credit card roulette, and Brady's card was in and got drawn. I would, I would let them know. Listen, I'm not in that. You know. And your W-2 but category, they I, knew that. I've been on both sides of your credit card roulette, when you've won and when you've lost. You're a pretty good winner. Your wife's not. You're a pretty good winner, but your <laughs> wife's not. She's a terrible <laughs> credit card. She celebrated credit card yeah. roulette far too I mean, You haven't played this before, Put it on you? Facebook <laughs> and mentioned all the lo- free dinner, blah, 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 and didn't even mention who actually paid. And that was at uh, – You guys did this in Vegas? Or no, what? Ralphie May. And uh, back when he had that Lana wife, and Brady and uh, Ronnie and me and Megan went to Sushi Roku. We said, screw it, let's play the credit Which card. Which Very. It was, I think it was about 900 bucks that night. It was pretty Oh, my God, that. really? And uh, it was Fun fine. Dinner? Threw it in there and said, let's do it. I was all for it. Yeah. I'm for the gambling. I didn't know I was going to be ridiculed afterwards <laughs> and then dismissed on the Facebook. Kurt Sanzel, So right afterwards. So you lost. <laughs> I've seen Brady lose this, and he's, wow, he's great. I'm going to lose it. And you mumble. And oh, stuff. yeah, he, he gets pissed. doesn't like paying. Yeah. And that's okay. I understand that. Uh, but when my card got drawn, I'm like, damn it. Well, it was my game. In your face. All right, Brady. And she slaps high fives to Brady. And Brady's like, keep it cool. Keep it cool. <laughs> Not cool. He knew John well, was we talked about Facebook two seconds later at dinner with Ralphie and Lana. Oh, really? I guess I just popped by to pay the bill then. <laughs> you weren't even there? <laughs> yeah. We weren't even included in the big celebrity dinner. Brady and I at dinner tonight with Ralph like, and Lana. Thanks to John for uh, yeah. picking up the tag. Yeah. No, didn't even, I wasn't even an attendee. <laughs> I understand credit card roulette anger. I gave Ronnie a ton of crap. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not playing with you anymore. You're a sore winner. <laughs> it was funny, but it was still. Yeah, that credit card roulette can kick you right in the nuts. And what you if, get in uh, with people who you shouldn't be in with and you lose. So oh, was it just between sure. the three guys or were the girls involved? Yeah, and we Please. talked about that. Please. We can talk about sexual wives? harassment in equal parts. But, uh. Yeah, you knew the answer to that question. What a horse question hey, that was. If Megan loses, she better find some old people yeah, to train. That's right. You better start training them right now, too, because you're going to be washing dishes. I'm negative $900. Okay. I'm going to have to dip into your Christmas box. Please.
Who's the comedian that says it? You want equal rights? You pay for the entire vacation once. You foot the bill for the vacation, and we'll start talking about equal rights. Wow, that's true. You never really yeah. think about that. No. Hmm. You take me to the Bahamas, and then pick, I'll pick up one meal and call it even. Then we'll talk equal rights. I'm allowed to sexually harass that. I paid for it. I think that's legal to say. <laughs> that's awesome. You're already in your 80s. You've passed them. Then we get sloshed, wander back to their place, talk about weird stuff, and then leave. It's like 9 o'clock. It's phenomenal. It's great. Everybody should try it, I guess. Everybody get, get an old couple friend. Old couple. The danger is that if they, if they have – this is how you know you got cool old people. If they've got no old people buddies, maybe one or two from like friends from, for life because there was a guy, Eddie, there that uh, evidently Fred's known since he was 13 – their pals for life. That's different. But like if all their Are you new- saying most of the people at this thing last night were yeah. younger? Yeah. Most of them were probably, well, Megan and I were probably the youngest, but not by, no, maybe we weren't. There was probably a couple people in their late thirties, Megan and I, uh, most like of relatives. Were, no, no, no relatives there at all. It was all so just they're cheating on you with another younger couple. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, their financial weird... their financial advisor, who's awesome. I don't know what's going He's on. He's from Pittsburgh. Here. We talk We're in their stuff. will. Yeah, 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 I don't know. They think Maybe. they're in the will. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chilling by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The worst what part is about it is on? when you think Will, you're like, that's awesome. But then you think, I want them to live forever, too. So it's a, it's a double-edged, double-edged sword. Oh, they're they're oh, so awesome. Right. Yeah. And I like them more than I like them my family. Like, they always say that. Like, you can pick your friends. You can't pick your family. We pick you guys. It's great. So, yeah, most of the people are probably in there. There's a couple older folks, but not many. It was a, 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 a large swath from about 35 up. Great. Hmm. And that's just a tribute to them for being cooler than most old people. Should I just like go down to the home today? And no, like it has to, to happen naturally. You can't just go pick out old people like <laughs> like puppies at the mill. You can't I do can't it. just pick a couple up somewhere? You Maybe could. Lisa and I could go out. And Here's what you'll do. Here's what will happen. You'll, you'll get a couple of older folks. As clients for real estate, you'll be like, you know what? We'll take them to dinner. And the next thing you know, you're like, holy cow. Yeah. They're fun. Work. Uh, the problem is they don't want to hang out with you because you've got that kid. <laughs> That's true. They're not. Well, we get babysitters. Yeah, they don't want. I got that. a built-in. They don't now. want that. They don't want you wandering with a kid around. No, they're done. With not that. at all. That's over. Oh, all it's right. all over. If it's oh, not, well. yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you got to wait till your kid's long gone, and then you can start hanging out with old folks. John, don't Great. you worry that uh, maybe this is just an old person version of the movie Get Out? Okay, could be. That's great. That's a good movie, and I actually agreed with the premise. I thought it was a really smart <laughs> thing to okay. do. So if they want to use my young body to continue on, okay. You'll <laughs> be sitting in front of a TV yeah, soon. Yeah, and she starts stirring that. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. I'm fine with that. I actually looked at that, and I'm like, why is everybody complaining? This is pretty sweet. You can switch races at the end. You can switch into a whatever you want to be. And it was, you know, they used black people as an example. But when it was time for them to go, you could probably switch over into like Asian or whatever and just keep going. It's a great. I love the premise of that. I would do that. Anyway, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Five years ago, six years ago. No, I never would have thought that. 
but I still don't like most old people. These are the only two I really like. The rest of them are very strange. Very John, strange. John, to go full circle on your idea and to go back to the other point, I run a pest control branch here in Phoenix. I hired a dude as my secretary. Good move. Hashtag not me, bitches. <laughs> That's exactly I'm right. I'm making a move to push women out of the workforce. But how about your old people? Since they've already experienced it, can I hire them for yes, my workforce? Yes, you can because they're – Replace women with old people. Old people will do the job that young women will, will complain about. Right. And they'll do it for lesser wage just to get out of the house. Yes, hire an old person today. They don't bitch about this stuff. Now, you're going to have to keep the interior temperature about 87. It's going to be hot in your office. I'll tell you that. His last note says, uh, take note, women, you brought this on yourselves. Yeah. I've always had an old man friend. And things might be done twice every now and then. Everywhere I've ever gone, I've had an old man friend. Chuck Chuck and I got (laughs) along great. Old man friend. I always pick the degenerate old people. The ones that want to drink like Chuck fish. Was, oh, okay. or Chuck was, like, was a degenerate. Are you I'm crazy? Thinking, I'm thinking different degenerates. Chuck was my man. <laughs> Cut from the same cloth. How many bottles of vodka? Oh you go my through? god! How many, we just together on a Tuesday watching Jack Bauer. <laughs> oh, I forgot about. You come that. over on Wednesday because he missed twenty four the night before. That's uh, come over watch that if you don't mind. Yeah, if I got it on DVR, and then we drink in the middle of the day. He should have been at work. We drink and watch twenty four at my house. That's great. All right, I've got to go. Chuck your four vodkas in. I got to get back to work. In your car? <laughs> yeah, it's the way things have always been. You drink all day, then you go back to work. You grab some secretary ass and you go home. Didn't he have a bottle My of something? My fourth wife Tons of alcohol. Tons of it. He had alcohol in his office, if I remember right. Chuck never let go of the idea that at lunch you could drink. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Why didn't I get invited up there to yeah, drink? It was a better time. Damn anyway. it. Uh, it's also Dimebag uh, Daryl's anniversary, if you want to call it that, of the day he was Death day. murdered on stage in Columbus, Ohio, uh, 13 years ago. And I got an email from a guy that said, man, you told me about August Ames yesterday. Uh, you told me about the shootings and uh, several different situations. And he said, and now uh, Dimebag Daryl, which you also told me. I remember who told me. Ned Foster of KTAR told me about that. As I drove to work that morning, he talked about it. And I just remember my reaction to Dimebag Daryl. Did he Dime. call him Dimebag Daryl or did he say Daryl Abbott? Dimebag Daryl Abbott. <laughs> he did. Uh, and, he, and I just remember thinking, ah, concerts are going to suck from now on. That didn't change a thing. Not a thing. A guy wandered in there and shot the band, killed Dimebag. And I thought for sure little venues like Marquee, would shut down, and we'd have just... Yeah, the little, little venues haven't changed. Not now the big venues, when you get yeah. a ton And that of isn't because of this. That's because of ISIS. That's They're worried yeah. more about like the right. terrorist threat. Combination than of everything, I guess. But this was the one that I thought for sure the smaller venues would have a, a real problem on their hands because they, they, they can't afford to get high-end security at these small venues. You thought, well, that's going to change everything. Ticket prices are going to be 90 bucks for a little show. You're going to have security guards all over the place. It didn't change a thing, which I'm kind of glad I it wonder didn't. if it... Um, one of the reasons it didn't change too much is because of that particular person, because this was metal music. Yeah, in the- it could be. But I think it's more just finance. I just don't think they're going to ever foot the bill for a massive security situation yeah. for a one-off. I mean, you're, you're basically having, uh, if you have 200 shows a year at Marquee, and all, all 200 of them are free of any problems, you just wasted all that security money. So financially, it's not worth it to them to... I mean, to take the minimum security you already have, but to get metal detectors and all the other stuff and 
you know, clog up things and raise the ticket price. You're going to lose money in the end. So I think it just came down to finance that they're like, nah, we're not going to change too much. They didn't change a thing, which I'm glad they didn't. But, man, I thought for sure that Pantera uh, fans would uh, would rise up and this would be a big mess. And, this, and it didn't ever change anything. Just everybody kind of recognized it was one lunatic with a axe to grind. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's 13 years ago already, if you can believe that. Is that place still open in Columbus? The no. Rosa Al Rosa, Al, Al Rosa Villa. Yeah. Is it not a place? I don't anymore? know. I think it got changed. Changed the name. Changed. Man, I would think they changed the name. And it's also Death Palace. That's yeah, that's what. Thirty seventh anniversary of John Lennon's assassination as well, which I thought also may have been related that somebody was trying to tie the two days together, and that one had no relation either. This was just a a lunatic doing a loony thing. Nope, they're advertising their uh, New Year's Eve party with Boba Flex. Uh, Al Rosa Villa. Mm-hmm. Doors open at six. There you go. So it's still a thing. But yeah, 13 years ago. So uh, Wake Up Song, probably going to be a Pantera thing this morning. Well, yeah, we got some songs up here. Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. Monday's the day. We're doing Santa's Happy Hour at Porkopolis and Chandler. Come on by. Free hot chocolate. Santa's going to be there hanging out. It's kind of our thank you uh, for all our real estate clients and future clients. So come on down. Uh, all right. Holmberg Bound will be there, too. Holmberg Bound, ice. yes. The beer. Off the taps. So we can try it out there. You didn't get growlers? I asked you that. I don't remember. No you got a tap, right? Yeah, we got tap. It's on tap. Cool. Did you get the handle? I think so. Oh, it's so cool. That it's is, not, and it's, it's funny, like it's got four. how it stands out. It's black from the, from the other tap. It's so cool. Yeah, you can't miss it. It's so neat. Yeah, they did such a good job on that. You it got one like, at your house. Yeah, right? I got one you at my house tap? now. Yeah, it's so cool. That's it's neat. such a neat thing. Uh, oh, you want to tell you this? My dad, I sent him a picture of the growler, and I'm like, take a look at this, man. You need to go down to Four Peaks and buy yourself a growler and uh, and support the puppies. And he goes, uh, I can't make it. He thought it was like talking about, right now, get off the couch, go buy a growler. He's like, I can't do that right now. Grab me one and I'll pay you back. I'm like, no, someday, just go get them. And he goes, and this is, this is weird because it's those moments where I didn't do anything. It's, it's, just, it's for the charity. And he goes, look at that. Your name's on a beer. I'm proud of you, son. He's finally proud. <laughs> yes. 17 years what of the show. And the name's been on billboards and all sorts of ways. you got the whole radio station just covered in homebrew. The beer thing is a good egg, Noonan. The beer is like, wow. <laughs> I'm proud of you, boy. <laughs> like, why, why are you emotional about the beer thing? Because the days, That's the awesome. years that you put him through with that long mullet. <laughs> Look, he hasn't had the greatest hairstyles going the entire time either. <laughs> we'll tell Dan he can come down yeah. and hang out with either Toledo or I at our party. That'll work. Oh, you got yours tonight, yep. right? Tonight. Yeah. Eric's got his the Monday. Tasting next room. Oh, perfect. All right. Beautiful. All right. Uh, for Dimebag's death day, the damage plan's up here. Save me. Uh, Corey Taylor's birthday Whoa. as well. I didn't know Flipknot, that. Flipknot, the devil and I. It's one of your favorite artists, Jim Morrison's birthday. The poet. Oh. The American poet. The doors break on through. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Davis Jr.'s birthday as well. The Candyman, which would be a the great wake-up song. That's a, that'll wake you up. <laughs> Who can take a cookie? <laughs> hey, we're going to miss you, Dime B. <laughs> so, wow. I don't know what you want to choose. Well, you know, I know what I want. <laughs> well, yeah, come on. You put the choices together. I mean, if Sammy Davis is on there, <laughs> in honor of all these births and deaths, man, oh, man. You know what? Let's do the damage plan. Double dip. And we did Pantera yesterday. Yeah, we did Pantera so. yesterday. We'll do some this morning, too. But let's do a little damage plan. That'll be Dimebag's uh, tribute. Guitar work in this is pretty solid anyway. So, man, that Sammy Davis is tempting. How old would Sammy have been? Like 102 or 3? Yeah. 
Ancient. Even up, right? I don't even know. He was high. Ready? He was high on the high on the numbers department in this. It had to be about a hundred. Uh, Born see. in 1925. Do the math. Yeah, yeah. He's 92. Wow, that was fast. I'm good at math. You're good. Practically Asian. <laughs> I'm a human abacus. Jeez, you didn't even think about it. I don't have to, Eric. It's not that big a number. <laughs> 25, so it's 2025 20, would be Also, 100. Eric, if maybe if you figured out <laughs> that I was at a 90-year-old's birthday party last night. There was a lot of talk in 1927, so basically I just added two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you had an advantage. So I, well, you know, had you been paying attention, you'd add that advantage, too. <laughs> wow. Oh, great, great a record version. of this? Well great done, version. Richard. That was a good one. Good thing we didn't play that. All right, do a little damage plan. We'll get this thing going. Uh, it is uh, – and by the way, again, congratulations. Somebody emailed and said, I didn't get to hear who won yesterday. Uh, Charlie – what's his name? Back- Chuck Bartell. Chuck Bartell. <laughs> Charlie Bartell. Charlie Bartell. Charlie Bartell. Charlie Babbitt. <laughs> Charlie Babbitt, hot water burn baby, won the big party yesterday. Hot water burn baby, Charlie Babbitt. Charlie Babbitt made a joke, <laughs> he and he is now. Uh, yeah, Chuck Bartell is our winner for yesterday, and he was great. So he'll be the uh, – <laughs> Very polished. The, very polished. Very, very good at what, what he is did. he, like 70? Who know. cares? He's the, he's the winner. I don't care if he's 20 and has that premature gray. Living off savings. Fantastic. And just the delivery was amazing, and he was really good. So he's, he's very good at what he does. And I hope he has a late-in-life second career that blows up and goes nuts. That it would be fantastic. So he's going to open up our big show next Saturday night over there. Holmberg's happy ending. It's going to be fantastic. You ready with the damage plan? Bye. Oh, no. That's Sammy. Yeah. Oh, there we go. The Candyman can. The Candyman can. Because he mixes it with love and makes the world taste good. What's his second song? I I can't even think. Mr. Bojangles? Yeah. That was his? Play a little of that emotional stuff. All right. He turned that into like a... That made that glass-eyed... Man, it was... was, We closed it. It was so emotional. It just barely peeped out every once in a while. When he did that, he did it low. He killed Mr. Bojangles. This is great. Stuff. I jumped ahead. In New Orleans, I was. I don't know what you're watching it off of here. But... Uh, it's off the TV land feed. Yeah. Is he in the hat and the black outfit? Yep. Yeah. Well, the brown outfit, but he does have a black hat. Yeah, he does a little soft shoe in the center of this one, too. That's a great song, too, by the way. If you listen to the words, pretty awesome. So there you go. I hang out with a 90-year-old, so I get a lot of taste of that music, too. So I'll a different one. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. He did a lot of the standards. Look at the package on Sammy and that, that set of leotards. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Nothing junior about Sammy in that one. Anyway, give me some damage plan, for Christ's sake. Quit with the <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. and leotards. And, of course, from Cannonball Run. Let's not forget. Yeah. He's leads- Man, Isn't Beretta's theme? I didn't know. Because you're small. S-M-all. Oh, yeah. The eye on the sparrow. Keep your eye high on the sparrow. You want some of that? You don't remember the Beretta theme? I, I do remember. Sammy but I Davis know, yeah. Jr. was the theme to Beretta. Yeah. Oh, man. That was the best part of the show. Beretta. This television theme songs used to be great. Don't go to bed with no price. Oh, this is somebody else. Yeah, that's Dave Gresham. Yeah. 
Maybe he wrote it. I've heard him sing it. Yeah, this guy's doing a Sammy impression. It's a TV theme song. Used to put some effort into this stuff. Smash hit the soul R&B world. Well, we had what was it, the Rembrandts? Yeah, Friends. <laughs> they that put some effort the last into it. One. Joey Scarborough for uh, the Last American Hero or Greatest American Hero. Old right. Chuck Bartell's been around, man. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> good. Named the funniest person in the Twin Cities in 2004. Yeah, but he got removed from there. Something happened where he had to be a local comedian somewhere else. <laughs> Or what the, happened? All over the nation. The mystery. He froze his ass off on a patio yeah. for two hours. And he stood out there with a bunch of deadbeats who've barely done it and kicked their ass. That's, Hollywood Improv, Comedy Store, Laugh Factory in L.A. Great. That first girl had done stuff at the... You know how easy that is, actually? Yeah. All these local comedians are surprised. I'm like, wow, you worked at the Laugh Factory? Yeah, they have a sign-up sheet. <laughs> is it really yeah, that it's easy? it's like open mic night. Well, you might not get in, or you got to huck for tickets outside, and you sell enough tickets, they'll give you a couple minutes. They don't pay you. You just go outside and you're I like, if, if you sell, if you get five people to buy tickets to the show, you can do time. Yeah, it's basically what it it's is. Like and a lot of times you can't. selling popcorn. <laughs> sell enough, you right. get a reward. You get something for it. And sometimes you go back and sold my five tickets. Well, they have to show up. And if oh. they show up, if all five of those tickets get redeemed, then you can go up. And a lot right. of the times it's like three in the morning and the last guy comes in because they're like all night long in New York. It's, it's terrible. It's a terrible life. Chuck Bartell has chosen for himself. <laughs> I'm going to go be a local comic somewhere else. Good for you, Chuck. Well, I'm happy we found – again, it's diamond in the rough. I didn't care. I didn't say uh, all amateur comedy day. I said local comedians. That means if you're in the area. <laughs> yeah, you could be a super <laughs> yeah. professional. Gary Cannon could come in. Yeah. Today's Sean Wayans. If he wanted to come in yesterday and put some time in, okay. He's local as far as I'm concerned. He's in the area. Oh, my gosh. Shut the front door. Yeah. 